Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. Hello, how are you doing? I am a real comedian. I did a gig last night. There we go. Paid as well. So uh, it's official. Um, I mean, I've been paid before, but it's nice to be paid. It makes you feel like you're less mad. It makes you feel like you're less of a deluded crackpot who thinks, this is a good idea uh, with to, what to do with my life. I'm going to go on stage and talk about cum jokes. Um... So it was very, yeah, it was very nice actually, and a weird thing happened at that gig. It went very well, right? I would I would put it in the very well category. Um, lots of big laughs. Oh, fucking hell! Look, no wind. Now the wind decides to just kick up the moment I'm talking. So sorry about that. Um, yeah, but when I got on stage, there's a tiny bit of improv at the beginning with a guy who's getting up to get a drink, and I was chatting to him, and that was quite funny. But then. I've got this new bit that I wanted to say. It was a Saturday night, so I wanted to say, well done for coming out on a Saturday night. Because it's always difficult to leave the house when you've got a thing in the diary. You book the thing, like, a week or a month before, and then you're like, oh, I've got this thing to go to. But then when the day of the thing comes, you don't want to do the thing, but you're doing the thing. So well done for doing the thing. It was that kind of uh, premise. But I'd thought about it about half an hour before I got on stage, so by the time I got on stage, with the nerves kicking in as well, and um, this bit of improv at the beginning, I was like, I just was like, well done for coming out. You, you're doing the thing. There's a there's the with the, there's the thing with the thing, and then I actually stopped and I went, oh, I'm really fucking this up. And then I said, right, sorry, this is a new bit. Let's breathe through it. Come on, let's do it again. And then I said the same thing again. I was like. Basically, when you want to come out and you, uh, uh, on Saturday and then it's at the weekend and you don't want to come out and there's a thing and then with the thing and <laughs> I was just a guy saying the thing and then I just went, oh, I just went, look, I said, look, I'm really, I said, is this worth it? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, all right. So I said it again and got it out and it wasn't even funny in the end. And then I just, I was like, look, it, I just made an issue of it. I, actually, there was actually a bit at the back where there was a coffee machine and stuff and I just went and leant on that for a minute. I went, I'm just going to stand here to get over that because that was so bad. And that's how I started the gig. But it, it brought everybody in and it was like a full room of people. When I say full room, I mean somewhere between 30 to 40 people probably. All ticket payers, buyers, whatever. Um, and um, it, it just made everybody present. So then when I did go into solid material that I knew and I'm, I was happy with, uh, it went really well. And I got I got two callbacks with the guy that I chatted to at the beginning. And, you know, you think to yourself, well, I just got lucky. But also, it's not just luck. It's practice as well, isn't it? Like, you're able to think on your feet a little bit more and make certain jokes because you've thought about things enough. So anyway, that was good. And I met some lovely comedians. It was in St Ives, not in Cornwall, but uh, the one outside of Cambridge, a little bit north of it. And... Because of that, it was a different area. I always find gigs outside of London better. Even when I was in bands, I found gigging outside of London better. Everyone in London is so transactional, so transient. So, other words beginning with T. Because there's there's a million comedy shows that they can go to. And there's a million bands that they can hear. And so they think to themselves, whatever. I have the, I have the greatest comedian, I have the greatest bands and comedians on my doorstep playing at the O2 and Brixton Academy and is Brixton Academy still going? It was going to close wasn't it? Wasn't it closed for a while? I think something happened there. I think somebody died there in a crush or something which is horrific. 
Um, so God forbid. But I think they can close it for a while, but then that caused it money problems. Don't know. Anyway, the point is, there's venues everywhere, isn't there? And uh, shows of all kinds. So when you come along with your 10 minutes that you've been doing for the last month, I could listen to my premise about how cats are are like fish. You know, people are like, what? Why am I here? So um, people of St. Ives, they were were more eager to be out. There was also a very old crowd. I don't think, I think the average age must have been somewhere around mid-50s to mid-60s. But that's fine, those are my people. Because what I'm talking about is lots of things that they can relate to. Long-term marriage, kids, being grumpy, all of that. So anyway, it went very well. And I met some nice people. Shout out to comedian Sean Harrison, who um, I gave a lift back to Cambridge. And he gave me his pay packet for that night. And I said, and I refused to take it. We did that whole Scottish mother thing. Put your money away, put your money away. Um, But he insisted I have it and basically left it in the car. Um, But we only got paid, I say only, it's, 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 you know, it's it's payment. But we only got paid a tenner each. So I walked away 20 quid from that night. uh, And I feel bad because he should have taken it. Because comedians should take the money they get paid. Because it, it makes the whole thing a little bit more worthwhile. And one other thing, if, I'm, if we're doing shout-outs, as the children call it, the shout-outs, um, uh, one goes to Paul Steer, who is a great comedian um, who I know and I've gigged with. He's uh, in his early 50s, so we share an affinity in being uh, middle-aged. He's a tiny bit older than me, though, just saying. But he does have a better hairline. And, um, yes, he gave me the, check out this pun, Steer on some good jokes we had a, a zoom call and he helped me help tighten up some jokes um one of which was and i'm happy to reveal this because it's, it's just an incidental thing i say i say i'm at that stage of marriage where me and my wife are not really having sex anymore but we do t- poo in front of each other and then i never knew how to finish it the topper i always used to say things like that's the circle of intimacy or that's intimacy complete or um on monday i talked to a guy and i said are you at that stage one, one in the toilet, one in the bath, and I was like, they're not pooing, you know. And it was like it was a kind of jokey bit, but it didn't have a solid ending. And he said, why don't you say something along the lines of, and now we're banned from yoga. And I was like, that's great. So um, he's punching up some of my some of my stuff, which is which is really good. And I did a new bit about Valentine's, which went down very well as well. Right, this is it. This is the podcast, me talking about a fucking gig like a boring fuck. But um, yeah, that's it. It's Sunday night. The feeling is right. Back to work on Monday where I'm just going to be um, getting fucked by a corporate dildo for the next few weeks. So um, I'll tell you about that later. See you on the next pod.